I wanted to speak Italian with the person that I had picked to speak Italian with and became friends with on Facebook for that purpose. And we spoke some Italian, but right away as I was trying to form my words verbally, I got corrected right away. And usually my method is to try to speak Italian or whatever language I want to speak and then have them correct me afterwards. But I find that a lot of times that's not always the case. Um, You know, and I have my sentences, you know, prepared, you know, beforehand, you know, I'll speak in English first and then I'll, or I'll speak, I'll say hello and how are you and, you know, introduce myself. But, and tell them I, you know, I'm a beginner, you know, A1 beginner. And they usually understand that. However, I don't know about you, but I get somewhat aggravated after the call because I feel like part of my time was wasted. Um, I actually had an experience a few months ago. It had to be like back in January, February. I was speaking to this chick and she was from Mexico and her boyfriend was Mexican and um, she spoke English pretty good, okay? But he was sitting there and cueing her the entire time and like interviewing me because she wanted help with Spanish. I have a, a TEFL, teach English as a foreign language, not teach Spanish as a foreign language. And I learned Spanish just like anybody else would at university when I was 23. And that's most of my, you know, experience with Spanish. Other than listening to music and talking to people here and there. Not to mention I lived with a host family for like 10 months in California, which was great. However, my passive uh, learning was very high. My speaking was not. But I kept singing and, you know, because that's what I enjoyed Spanish for was the music, the food, the dancing, the cultural aspects of it. Not so much speaking. And I spoke with this girl for two hours and didn't realize how fluent I was because I was getting around words that I didn't know and substituting them with other words that I didn't know. And then I guess the boyfriend advised her not to work with me because I wasn't fluent enough and or whatever the case was. And I... After I finished, um, I wound up having to lay down for a while because I had a headache. And I mean, the headache was massive. My head was throbbing. That's how bad it was. And it took me two hours just to come down from the headache. That's how bad it was. And unfortunately, what made the situation even worse was that I was telling her I was starting to have a headache. And she didn't understand, or she claimed she didn't understand. I just think she was being condescending. Um, I told her I had no materials in Spanish to read, whether it was in Braille or print. And because I don't carry materials around, I'm an auditory learner, so I learn by ear. She really didn't understand. Like, I just think she was just being, you know, a snob and, you know, it was really bad. So I just, I... We hung up after two hours and I thanked her for her time and the next day she said that she was advised not, you know, 
thank you for my help and well you pretty much interviewed me I was very angry um, after I hung that phone call up and then I went and I had a conversation for 90 minutes with somebody that I know in Colombia and we had a good old conversation in Spanish and she learned some English and I learned some more vocabulary and we talked a few times but you know life gets in the way so sometimes you might talk with people for two weeks or a month and that's it you know you go on to somebody else but I mean I've had to say that that was probably the worst experience I ever had um you know I enjoy speaking French I enjoy speaking Russian Spanish I don't not as much uh, mainly because I had some negative experiences with it when I was in college. And Spanish was the only uh, language we had at Tri-C Eastern Campus here in Cleveland. And I wasn't in the mood to go on the west side or to go downtown, uh, mainly because of transportation reasons. Being visually impaired, you know, i got to catch the bus door to door. Sometimes it's not always reliable. So I just stuck it was Spanish the entire time but I had some really great teachers and tutors and I learned by ear with a textbook and some CDs I didn't even have the internet so as a result I've come to understand as a language learner myself that you're not going to always have a person that is 100% um going to cooperate during a language uh, exchange, you know, and then if they want professional lessons, I don't mind doing it, but I have to get paid for it, and that's another thing that's nerve-wracking, is, you know, everybody wants you to do everything for free, and you can't, especially when this is your vocation, so, and I've had to explain that on more than one occasion, like, for example, I had someone on WhatsApp, who wanted me to edit a document for him. Not one document in the English, but two. And I'm like, I'm sorry, but I can't do that. Unless I'm getting paid for it, you know. And um, they understood. After they sat there and told me, well, I thought you were going to help me for free. And I'm like, conversation? But when it comes down to editing, you know, a um, document, I got to get paid for that. You know, that's not something that, you know, this isn't a free service 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Chanel's just not going to do that. You know, I have certifications and I need to get paid for some of my services. They're not going to always be free. And um, they understood. But I told them, I said, you know, you can't expect that everybody you come into contact with is going to do everything for free because they're not. Um, you know, there are professional people out there that need to earn a living. And, um, you know, I love languages. I love communicating with people. This is why I do it. You know, I have my own setbacks with languages sometimes. You know, I know it's going to take me a little longer with certain things. But, you know, you're going to have people out there that aren't going to be 100% um, on board with how you want to do a language exchange. And usually 90% of the time, I have really cool language exchanges. Like right now, I have a really good friend 
um, that I talk to once a week. And then I have someone I'm talking to all the time in Russian. So that helps my Russian out a lot. And they're very patient. But, um, you know, my videos that I post on Facebook and my videos and audio clips that I post on WhatsApp, um, you know, people find helpful with their English, you know, because it's real life. And no, it's not easy and it's, it takes time and I spend hours studying. You know, I don't really count how many hours I do study. But, you know, I start at like six, seven o'clock in the morning and I do it throughout the course of the day, a little bit here, a little bit there. Uh, you know, so I look at it like it's an adventure, it's a journey, it's a process that's ongoing. You never stop learning, even in your native tongue, you don't stop learning. So, you know, I hope that people can learn from this podcast that, you know, language exchanges can be fun. You can meet some really cool people. I know I have as of recently. Um, however, I also know that there are people out there that, you know, they're serious about wanting to learn languages. And then there's just some that they're not serious about it. And, um, you know, but they'll come around. Trust me, I, I think they will. There had to be a reason for them to want to seek you out and want to talk to you in the first place. You know, but I just keep on trucking and that's all you can do. Um, this episode's not going to be that long because um, it's not... Um, This topic has been talked about by other people that I know in the language learning community as well. I guess my uh, experience, though, is a little bit different just because um, I have a tendency to be a very auditory learner. And so I learn by ear. And I also learn tactile-wise by reading and writing in Braille. So... That's how I, I learn languages, and I use the comprehensible input method. So, you know, a lot of people, they like to write, and it's so annoying because I don't write yet. I want to speak and be able to converse with someone. That's the whole point of me wanting to learn a language for. And then I get down to the writing and the reading after the fact. But aside from that, you know, I mean, I know... That's something that I'm going to have to deal with um, for the most part. But it's a process and you learn those things in pieces. And you take your time and you don't rush. You know, a lot of people want to rush because they want to do it in like three days. Well, that's not realistic. If you want to learn like Spanish or French, give yourself a year and a half. Four months per level a1 a2 a b1 b2 and then by the time you get to you know a year and a half uh, two years you'll be at a c1 level but you would have taken your time to each level and and worked it out 
as opposed to trying to rush to compete with all these people. Now, don't think that you necessarily have to be able to speak at a native level. And I don't really believe in fluency. I believe in proficiency. What's your proficiency? How well can you speak? Are you at a conversational level? Are you at a low intermediate level, a high intermediate level, a low mastery level, high mastery level? I'd rather know that versus, oh, are you fluent? Well, there's no such thing because not even a native speaker is fluent. And that's just the crux of it, really. You know, my whole thing is enjoy the process. You're going to have people you're not going to like to talk to. You don't have to talk to them after. If you don't like how the conversation went, be very professional about it. Thank them for their time. And then, you know, if they contact you again, you say, hey, thank you, but I found someone else that can help me. I appreciate your help. Good luck. You know, don't ever make it too personal because it's, you know, it's just a conversation um, exchange. It's not, you're not trying to hook up with the person. So, um, I hope that everyone enjoys this podcast. Um, if you have any comments, if you have um, any questions, any ideas for new show episodes, please feel free to contact me. Chanel Patrice Hancock at Chanel's Language Learning Journey Podcast on Anchor.fm. I will be happy to answer your question in a future podcast. And remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Hope to see you guys in the next episode. Thank you. Have a good day.